right. Uh, this is the J Room, uh, high school journalism podcast with Mr. Z and Mr. K. I am Mr. Z. I'm K. And today we're on episode five, um, where we talk to our senior leader of the West Side Lance newspaper. The Lance is um, a pretty much a legendary uh, publication uh, in our school, and um, we have a lot of people who have uh, connected to the Lance over the years. Um, and Sam, which is our our uh, senior editor, has is one of those students who has that connection. Hello. Introduce yourself. T- tell us uh, how you got into the program. Uh, I joined second semester freshman year after taking the prerequisite mass comm. Uh, sort of following in the footsteps of my older brother, he did. Uh, the, he joined Lance when he was in high school, and it seemed like the right thing to do. So, over the over the years, you've become uh, last year and this year. What have you? What have you uh, I was editor in chief for two years, uh, junior and senior year, and okay. it's been quite the journey. Yeah, yeah, a bit exhausting in a way. Just it's. Journalism really has been a home for me at the high school, but it is it is a lot of work, and it's worth it. Great. It's an abusive home. Good to uh, know. Yeah. Well, Good. you know. Well, when you say it's a lot of work, uh, um, you know, uh, how do you balance that with your with your life? Yeah, because you're an honor student on top of everything else. Yeah, I, I mean, the, I think the hardest thing is the time commitment, especially once you get closer and closer to deadlines, having to stay after school and go to late nights and work however late hours like I remember before I was um, an editor-in-chief as a sophomore the latest I ever had to stay at a work or a late night with Libby and Selena was three in the morning is when I got home and thankfully we moved those back a little bit we don't have to stay as late anymore but still it's a big time commitment to go from being the end of school and then working on the lance all night and then getting home and not having the energy to do any of your other homework but I mean, between open mods and um, working with my other teachers, um, it's been pretty easy to handle, I think. And how are you, I mean, like, why is it worth it? Tell me, like, you, you've been here for four years now, right? Yeah. So why is it worth it? Like, yeah, what? he's been here longer than me. Yeah. So Easily. Why, why do this? Like, seriously, you're, you're, you basically torture yourself. Well, when I started, I, it was because, you know, my older brother did it and I didn't have anything else to do. And... For a time, it was just a nice place to be in the high school because it was, you know, there was a goal, and I've always been sort of a goal-oriented person, or at least like internally, you know, like I always want to make something or better something, and I don't, I think without journalism, I really wouldn't have had something to strive for in high school. So it started off that way, and then over time, I sort of fell in love with the program and the people here, and. That's really what kept me around, and I wanted to make sure that the Lance was the best it could be, and that we were doing not only the best journalism we could, but also covering everything that was important to the students. I, I felt like that was my responsibility. Talk about the culture of Lance. Like, I think that that's something that you, I mean, I'm guessing here, right? But I think it's mm-hmm. something that you care about a lot. It seems to be something that you talk about and that you have tried to make better over the years. Can you talk? Yeah, absolutely. About that? I think over time, I don't want to brag, but I feel like the culture's improved a lot, just in general. Like, I remember sitting in on my first um, editor meeting with all the editors of the hallway and being surprised at the animosity the editors of the magazine versus the paper had to, towards each other. Like, it just, they didn't communicate, they didn't talk to each other, they didn't want to, you know. And I think over time, um, people have become just much better friends and 
have the same goals in mind. They want the same thing. You know, they want the other publications to be just as high quality as they want theirs to be. And I think that's one of the biggest changes. How do you think that's happened? Uh, I think integrating um, the Craze magazine into the Lance, I think, is probably the biggest step towards that, just because combining them, while difficult, was a learning experience for everybody. And uh, we, it allowed everybody to, to grow together, you know, because when you're all in that same boat of trying to figure it out, you sort of leave behind the old ideas of being separated, you know, and everybody, everybody sort of comes together. What, what Sam is talking about is a, is a little insider knowledge. A couple years ago, we had a magazine called Craze. Um, it existed last year, but um, last year was a transition point to get them to be a little bit more um, where they wanted to be a little bit more integrated, integrated mm-hmm. right? And they did. They mm-hmm. did a great job. And then that fully happened this year where Craze melted into Lance and um, the two publications become, became one. And I, a lot of that comes from three years ago, they literally did not want to help each other or talk mm-hmm. to each other or be in the same room, um, which was mm-hmm. tough as an advisor because you want to put your fist down, right? Mm-hmm. And be like, you guys get along, mm-hmm. fix this. But you can't force things like that. So how does it, how did it, you know, so the transition between then and now, which is a beautiful thing. Uh, Absolutely. I mean, did it happen just uh, by you guys talking? Like, seriously, like, yeah, behind the scenes. I think it was, um, <clears throat> it was a lot of communication, really. Like, we just, it was a lot of trying to foresee what the problems would be and plan ahead. I, like, I remember um, talking with um, Julia, Isabella, and Malia, and my other former uh, co-editors about, um, it's sort of silly, but the name change, I think, was really representative of what everybody sort of felt going into combining them like they were worried that we were going to lose everything that craze was and it was just going to be the lance but in a different format so trying to compromise and and we ended up um, flipping the e because that was the style craze used once upon a time but that compromises i think is representative of everybody being like we can all get behind this see and with the craze kids i still come back to this and we talked about this two years ago it's just like if you have a publication and it was a Craze was a publication that was primarily, almost exclusively, until last year, last last edition, last year, only existed online. Mm -hmm. If you have a publication that nobody sees and nobody looks at, nobody reads, do you have a publication? They have a publication this year. Mm -hmm. And I think they've got, I think for those kids who were Craze kids, I think having people give you feedback and say, oh, this is beautiful and have something tangible in your hands, goes a long ways towards making things a lot more palatable. Yeah, I think in the past, Craze was very much made for its staff members. And yeah. I think that was the biggest change. Not that that's a bad thing. You know, they get to create for themselves, but now... Oh, it is a bad thing. <laughs> when, you, when, you, when you're publishing, a publication should be focused on its community. I think that the, the work they were creating is a good thing, you know, but... Oh, yeah, it was beautiful. It, um... It didn't get have it didn't have the same reach that they do now, and I think that was the biggest change. Is the people who left, um, who were leaders in the past, were a little bit less uh, less willing to compromise and work together because they that was sort of all they'd known. And that coming up into a leadership position on Craze Magazine that was for its staff and not for anybody else, I think made it difficult. But having a younger generation of leaders who were more willing to one have more people see their work, have it be critiqued and, you know, compromise with us, I think helped a lot. Like, they were more willing to. 
you know, in, in moving on from the Craze Lance thing, which, uh, you know, is what it is, mm-hmm. and it's cool. I think it's, it's worked out really yeah. well. Um, what's been, like, for you, what's been the most rewarding part of being on uh, Lance and, and leading this, this publication? Yeah, I was going to ask, you know, yeah. what's, what's, what's the favorite issue? What's the favorite story? What's been, what's been deeply satisfying? I think for as tumultuous as the sexual misconduct in depth was with the, the whole issue of Marion, and I don't know if you guys want to give more context about that before I continue, but seeing or meeting with, you know, the kids who go to Marion and hearing their story about not being able to publish what they wanted to and all the censorship that they had to go through, and then of us being a platform for them was extremely rewarding because it allowed me to understand the privilege that we have here at Westside being able to print basically what we want and getting all the support from our administration. But seeing them, you know, have so much passion and want to want to write about what was happening and not being able to, it, um, it hurt me as a journalist of a few years. And being able to publish that for them regardless of the outcome was really satisfying. Yeah, Sam's talking about a they the the Lance editors gave a platform to some um, private school students who were not able to talk openly in their publications. Um, it was a personal matter at their school that involved sexual misconduct, which was the focus of the mm-hmm. issue that uh, was being put together here. Yeah, so that's that's the context for that. Mm-hmm. Um, but you found whoa, oh, it's a mod it's halfway mod. through, there halfway through. Um, so you found that rewarding, right? Absolutely. Um, anything else that stands out? That um, I think the the sort of community that we've created here has really been extremely rewarding. Uh, going to work nights and late nights and seeing all the people who you see in class and you talk about newspaper with, but spending time outside of class is special in an interesting way, you know, where everybody's there together. It's sort of losing their minds at the same time working as hard as they can at whatever hour in the morning is really fascinating. Can you give me some insights? You know, Kay and no. I are not there. Yeah. Oh, right. No. <laughs> so, so, like, seriously, give me some insight. Do you guys, uh, I know that you talk about ethics here. We've heard mm-hmm. you, we've listened to you oh, yeah. talk about mm-hmm. ethics and all that stuff. Uh, do, do those conversations happen at uh, your own student uh, meetings? Yeah. I mean, we don't, I, I think the attitude doesn't change very much once we leave school. I mean, everybody here is, um, is a journalist, you know, whether or not they're primarily a journalist or not, you know, but they they have the same attitude towards they want to do everything the right way, they want to do it truthfully, they want to do it thoroughly, all that, and so I I don't I think everybody is not they're not putting up a front in class when they like oh we want to be honest about this you know people are consistent in their beliefs and they're just as concerned and um, responsible about the work they do outside as they are at school. You're one of the most ethical students I've been around. I mean, I think you consider it Thank all the you. time. Um, do, you, do you find the, uh, you, you also have a lot of freedom here, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, do you find that that has made you uh, more ethical? Or, you know what I'm saying? Like, um, as far as like, Kay and I don't jump in right away mm-hmm. and tell you guys, no, you can or cannot cover this stuff. Like, mm-hmm. you, you, you basically, you and your staffs, work on the stories that you're working on Mm -hmm. you know i think i think the freedom does help a lot to build that the you know that ethic that character because i think it was my sophomore year i was writing a feature story about a student who went to west side who um, had talked to me about being abused by their father 
and I instantly got emotionally invested in the story. I wanted to, you know, write about this person's journey and the support that they'd received from counselors here at Westside and outside of school and the other people in their family. And I, in a way, I was sort of blinded by that, and I neglected either because I didn't want to or I didn't consider it. I didn't talk to the person who they had accused of the abuse. And that was one of the biggest learning experiences I ever had because I, you know, realized how important it is to get both sides of the story. And I had to learn that myself. You know, I didn't go and ask you to first. I had to, you know. I wasn't here yet. Yeah. We still talk about that story. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And that stuck with you? Absolutely. Because, I mean, there's nothing more painful than, I think, thinking you're doing everything right and then in an instant finding out that it was completely wrong. And then I think the real kicker from that was having to, or trying to talk to the person who had been accused of abuse on the phone. And it really, at the time, it, it humanized them in a way that I hadn't even considered. And I, I learned a lot. Yeah, man, Jeez, you're really, that's really powerful, right? That's pretty amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, do you tell that story? Do you tell other people? Sometimes. Yeah? Yeah. Because it's something that you'll probably take with you for the rest of your life, right? That, that thing. Um, that's pretty cool that you're able to, to look back and reflect and, and, and hold that inside yeah. of you mm-hmm. as something that you take as a positive of going through that was mm-hmm. hard, right? Yeah, it was not, it was not easy. It was not enjoyable. <laughs> it was far from enjoyable, I'd say, yeah. But you treasure that, that lesson, right? Mm-hmm. I, I want to keep it close because you have to learn from your mistakes, you know. Awesome. Um, moving forward, what are you going to do in the future? Uh, I've, I, I've always wanted to do, I always enjoy creative work, and I want to continue to do that. I'm going down to Lincoln, and I, I'm undecided now, but I'd love to do something in media production or, you know, I don't, not necessarily journalism I think I've sort of had my fill here in a way but I I certainly wouldn't you know limit myself if an opportunity came up I'd absolutely you know jump on it and maybe it's just a break for a few years taking some time away and then coming back you never know what your path is gonna gonna take you and definitely I mean I always say this it's just like the I remember the ability to pick up the phone call a stranger and say can I sit down and talk with you a, for an undergrad, I mean, there are a lot of kids who don't, mm-hmm. right? It's just, it's, it's a nice skill set to have when you're working on anything. Yeah, absolutely. And I think that my time in journalism is really important for, I think, whatever you do, whatever I would do, um, especially if I would get into media production or film studies, I think the storytelling aspect of journalism has always stuck with me a little bit, and I've really appreciated that. Because you, you might do film too, right? Mm-hmm. You, you're really interested in that kind of yeah. thing. How do you think journalism would help you in that? Again, I think the storytelling thing. I think um, considering all aspects of an event is really important for, you know. Like a character? Your, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Like a character or sure. writing a scene, you know, just trying to consider every aspect and get full coverage. Cool. Yeah. Well, anything else you want to add? I don't think so. Thank you guys for having me on. I appreciate it. Sam, we'll miss you, man. You're, you're the effects of what you've done in this program are going to echo for, for a while, for a long time. Like, right. seriously. That means a lot. Thank where you. you've come from, where you were with this, with this entire hallway, to where it's at now, you, you and Madigan, the other seniors, I mean. Well, and there's also this sort of like, when everything about, 
everything else is falling around, falling down, collapsing around. You never really, I mean, unflappable is a good word. I mean, Thank you. some calm there of, okay, what are we doing next? And then it, it would all work out. Yeah, you guys have made a profound difference in the program. It's a, yeah, it's it was a, a little panicky when I showed up. It's a completely different feel. And I, you know, uh, winning state was pretty cool. Mm -hmm. um, and I, I hope that you guys all shared in that and, and that feeling of, wow, we did something pretty cool this mm -hmm. year. And you did. You did something amazing. Thank you. All right. Well, cool. I think we're good. Yep. Thanks. We'll see you guys Thanks next time. So